as we all know, establishing a solid financial foundation from which you can safely create more income and invest in is a cornerstone of wealth creation. While it's important for us all to build a solid financial foundation, it's important for us to enjoy life and the process of building this. And this we can easily accomplish by creating a special savings account for ourselves. So that way we have adequate funds to take care of things that are vital and meaningful for us. There's no need creating wealth and being a multimillionaire and really not having fun in the process of doing that. So we want to make sure we have that special savings account for that special vacation that I know most of us as healthcare professionals have been postponing for a while. So hope. Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA with a background in public health and neuroscience. I'm also your peak performance coach. I had to say no to working extreme long hours where I was always on call and feeling exhausted, underappreciated, and undervalued, and said, heck yes, to a life and career that elevates my energy and passion without compromising my health and sanity. Now, I'm on the mission to support ambitious healthcare professional like you with a demanding career to become a confident leader who are living purposefully and fulfilled to truly be both a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Let's start our journey today. All right, Dr. Oda, today she is actually also in Houston with me. And we actually did a met across um, our clinical career. She works in hospitalist. Um, but we connected just being speakers who really want us to support each other and support the healthcare community. So without further ado, Dr. O, please introduce yourself. Thank you so much. I want to express my sincere appreciation to Sabrina and um, the sponsors of the uh, 2020 Professional Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Practitioners Summit for the invitation to be a speaker. And also to my co-speakers, it's an honor to network and share the platform with all of you. You've provided a lot of wealth of information for us. I'm I'm Olufunke Odetunde. I'm a family physician uh, with more than 35 years experience. I'm a financial educator and I'm also a coach. Uh, What I do is I help healthcare practitioners um, acquire the knowledge and skills necessary to feel more confident and comfortable in taking control of their money so they can live the lives that they desire. Uh, My presentation today is really going to focus on how you can create wealth by building solid financial foundation. Luckily enough for me, a lot of the speakers, including Dr. Vina, have talked about various aspects of um, creating wealth and also money management. Some of them have already talked about the need for having a good mindset about money. They've talked about the need for multiple streams of income 
And they've also talked about the need um, to work with financial advisors and investment advisors and just pretty much increasing your financial knowledge. So, but what I'm going to be doing today is actually focusing on what I refer to as the financial foundation. And we're going to be spending the next few minutes to really talk about how you can create sustainable wealth by focusing first on creating that solid financial foundation. Because I'm going to be providing some financial information here, it's important that I start off by just giving the routine disclaimer statement. I am not um, registered as an investment advisor. This session is for informational purposes only, and I highly recommend that you obtain personal advice from your own professional investor advisor and to make independent investigations before you act on the information that you receive from me today. I already shared with you some of the objectives for today, and then we'll, we'll talk about a few other things in the time that I have with all of you. Dr. Vina already alluded to some of the reasons why it's important to make sure that we have financial adequate financial knowledge. Even though many healthcare practitioners understand the need to get their financial house in order, most of us don't. And some of the reasons that we give is lack of time, lack of knowledge, lack of interest, maybe lack of clear financial goals, and sometimes lack of strategic financial plan. I will tell you I was in this situation a couple of years ago, before I had my financial house really crumble unexpectedly. For me, I had a wake-up call after an unexpected loss of job due to some office politics. I found myself in an unemployment office, lining up to get unemployment benefits. After a few hours um, standing in line, and completing multiple forms, I received an unemployment benefit of $400 per week. Even though I was very grateful for the financial assistance that I received, I felt humiliated knowing I was earning six figures up until then as a medical director. Even though I was a high income earner and always contributed the maximum allowable amount to my employer-sponsored retirement plans. I had not paid much attention to my financial foundation until then. I had limited financial knowledge, and just like most healthcare professionals, I had limited time to devote to my finances due to my work and family responsibilities. I did not have an emergency or opportunity fund to tide me over until I found a new job which was not an easy task, as I was an experienced physician with more than 20 years experience at the time. I definitely did not have any defined financial goals, nor did I have a strategic financial plan. As a result of the experience that I had at the unemployment office and the ensued financial hardship from the job loss that lasted about four months, I vowed to spend time and money to acquire the skills and knowledge necessary for me to create a solid financial foundation for myself and my children. Over the next five years, I spent substantial amount of money and time attending seminars, online courses, workshops, conferences, reading personal finance books, 
including the ones that were mentioned by Dr. Vina. I did read all of them. During the process, I discovered my passion for all things personal finance. I subsequently completed the Association for Financial Counseling and Planning Education certification exam. And over the last few years, I've educated and coached many patients, colleagues, family, and friends on personal finance. So what I hope to do in the next few minutes is to talk about, you know, how you can weather the storm, just like I did a few years ago. Just looking at the illustration that we have there, in order for you uh, to build a skyscraper that can withstand um, hurricanes, um, tornadoes, or any severe storm, just like we're having in Texas right now, you need a very solid foundation. Similarly, a financial house needs a very solid foundation. And the need has never been greater than during the time of national and global uncertainty when many healthcare professionals are currently experiencing significant reduction in their income. Most of this is due to layoffs. Um, there is salary reduction because of the pandemic. A lot of my colleagues have been followed or they've experienced reduced revenues from their medical practice just because of decreased patient visits and elective surgeries. So it's very important for us to really take time as healthcare practitioners to focus on our financial foundation. So if you ask me, what is financial foundation? That's what we'll talk about right now. I know that tackling your personal finances can be very overwhelming especially when you're not sure where to start from. But just much like building a house where you need a building plan, just like my colleague already talked about, for your financial house, you also require to have a blueprint or a plan. So when you're building your financial foundation, what are the components? That's what we have there. We need to have an emergency or opportunity fund. We need to have adequate protection. And we also need to be cognizant of the way that we manage our debt. So that way we can reduce our exposure pretty much. There are different things that we can do. So I am gonna just elaborate on some of these blocks right now. So you have a little bit more of an understanding in the limited time that we have together. What is emergency or opportunity fund and what's its purpose? An emergency fund is pretty much a savings account that you can use and you should use it mainly and only for unforeseen circumstances. Examples of this include the loss of a job, um, an injury resulting in temporary time away from work, or from paycheck, just like some of us are experiencing right now. A major unpredictable or unexpected um, home repair expense, such as when we have a leak in water heaters or other things around the house that was not planned for. So what you wanna make sure of is that the emergency fund is liquid, so you have easy access to it. And it's, what it does for you is it buys you time to really look for another employment. 
It allows you adequate time to recover from an illness or injury, or even provide the funds to make that unexpected repair. It's important that you also know that one of the benefits of having the emergency fund, it also avoids you taking on additional credit card debt, which some of us have to do when we don't have our emergency fund in place. And what that does is that, you know, you add on more debt and that further destabilizes your financial house. The general recommendation, depending on your individual situation, is to have an amount that covers about three to six months of your basic expenses. The next building block for your financial foundation is the protection. And what does that look like? That simply refers to the different types of insurance that you need to have in place. What is the role of insurance? What insurance does for you is to transfer risk, especially financial risk, to insurance companies. And what are some of the relevant insurance that you need to have? This includes health insurance, um, disability insurance when you can't walk, life insurance to take care of your dependents, and auto insurance in the event that you are involved in an accident or you are responsible for somebody else's accident. So it's important that you have your insurance in place as a guard. The last building block to your financial foundation is debt management. As you all know, most healthcare professionals earn a decent amount of money, but we are also buried in debt most of the time just because of student loans and sometimes because of our lifestyle. So when I talk about debt management, what I refer to is um, eliminating the unsecured and um, inefficient loans that we have. An example of this will be credit card loans or personal loans. For a secured and efficient loans, such as mortgage loans and student loans, the idea is to manage those wisely. Not that we cannot have student loans or mortgage loans, but we want to make sure that you know, we're managing those as efficiently as we can. And as least to mortgage loan is not buying a house that you cannot afford. So those are the, uh, some of the building blocks and some information about our financial foundation. According to a new survey released by the National Endowment for Financial Education that was conducted recently, it's shown that about 41% of Americans are without an emergency fund. So if you don't take anything away from my session today, Please, if you do not have an emergency fund, start thinking about how you can get it started. Even if all you can afford is $50 a month to get you started, that will get you started in the right direction. It is very important that we build an emergency fund so we can have a solid financial foundation. As we all know, Establishing a solid financial foundation 
from which you can safely create more income, as my colleague alluded, alluded to, and invest in is a cornerstone of wealth creation. While it's important for us all to build a solid financial foundation, it's important for us to enjoy life and the process of building this. And this we can easily accomplish by creating a special savings account for ourselves. And so that way we have adequate funds to take care of things that are vital and meaningful for us. There's no need creating wealth and being a multimillionaire and really not having fun in the process of doing that. So we want to make sure we have that special savings account for that special vacation that I know most of us as healthcare professionals have been postponing for a while. So hopefully when COVID is all over, we'll be able to go on more of these vacations. We'll be able to buy the newest gadgets that we want to buy, but making sure that we're not incurring more debt and further destabilizing our financial home. The most important thing is making sure we're using cash and debit cards and hopefully not credit cards. We need to be very mindful of our savings while we're having fun. Now that you are more informed, hopefully, about the com components of a solid foundation, I do believe there's no better time than now for us to start thinking differently about our finances. So my challenge to everyone today is to commit to making an investment of time and money, increasing your financial knowledge. Uh, the two most common questions that I get asked, number one, um, what is the best way to learn more about money management? And my answer is two parts. The first part is that the traditional option is to attend conferences, seminars, online courses, listen to podcasts, um, read blogs, and read books on personal finance. You must be willing to invest a couple of hundreds of dollars and hundreds of um, hours to really improve yourself, just like you were willing to spend the money and the time going through medical school, dental school, pharmacy school, PA schools, and all the other schools that we've all gone through. There is the fast track option. And as mentioned by my colleagues earlier on during the summit, there is the option of also working with financial coaches that focus on education and empowerment in addition to working with financial advisors, insurance agents, tax experts, and CPAs. The most important thing is making sure you invest in your time, I mean, you invest your time and your money in improving your financial education. The second question that I also get asked is whether I do work with individuals in terms of helping them gain control of their finances. And my answer is yes. I do offer webinars, monthly Ask Coach Anything, AKA SCA. And I do offer my flagship um, hybrid teaching and group coaching programs. 
and my next cohort uh, will start their class in October. Whether you feel you've gotten a handle on your finances or you are struggling a little or you feel your finances are in, in disarray, my program is for you. Um, I do believe that every one of us deserves a solid financial foundation so you don't worry much about money. I believe you deserve to have a solid financial foundation so you can survive unexpected loss or redu reduction of income. And I believe that you have a solid foundation so you can ensure financial stability by mitigating loss and by transferring risk to insurance companies. I believe you deserve to have a solid financial foundation. Once again, thanks Sabrina and the organizer of the summit uh, for this opportunity to be a speaker at this event and to be able to share some of my knowledge about how to take better control of your personal finance. I also appreciate the audience for your participation. Let's all go out there and create wealth by building a solid financial foundation. My giveaway for the audience that have participated in this um, summit is a free admission to my monthly Ask a Coach Anything. The next one coming up August the 15th. You can contact me for additional information and my contacts that are shown above. I can be contacted either via email or LinkedIn. The admission to my monthly ACA is limited to the first 20 people that indicate um, their interest. So please make sure if you are interested, send me the information ahead of time. In addition to that, I'm also gonna be giving away through the raffle that Sabrina um, has put together to help with the, the charitable initiative that she has, a 30-minute one-on-one strategy call for two people that she will pick and uh, have them get in touch with me. Once again, thank you so much, Sabrina. I really appreciate your hard work. Thank you all. Thank you, Dr. O. Oh, appreciate everything that you've been able to present. If you don't mind, take the share screen off. Yeah, awesome. And before you uh, hop off, would you give us a, a little bit of reflection of your uh, life assessment that I sent you? <laughs> Thank you so much for that life assessment result. I was not surprised when I got the result. I did have significant low numbers. And that's because I'm always very hard on myself. So not known to give myself a score of anything above eight. And I don't give people above eight. So I'm very bad at that. So I wasn't surprised to see my numbers a little below. But overall, I did see that um, it was very consistent with what, what I expected. My lowest score area was career achievement. 
because I'm a perfectionist at core, and I'm also in transition because I'm actually winding down medical practice. So I'm semi-retired from medicine, and I just work two days right now uh, to allow me more time to really focus on my personal finance code. So that's why my number is low in career, <laughs> because I was evaluating it based on my new business and not what I have done over the past 35 years as a physician. Uh, but it was an eye-opener. I really loved it. I'm going to be working on it to get my numbers uh, to be a whole lot better than it is right now. Australia in that one era. Thank you so much for taking time to give me the result. Appreciate it. Yeah, I so appreciate to show your vulnerability and share that. So one thing, yes, how we see ourselves are correlated on our confidence and self-efficacy level. So that's the one thing why I work with people is we do need to give ourselves more credit. And the other thing is it doesn't technically matter so much on this one category, how you're rank ranking yourself based on the questions I uh, have asked you, but also it matters in a group of things. So you can see which group of your life that you have been cherishing more or being able to elevate and which one has been ranked lower. So then we can see which areas that we need to focus on more and potentially pivot your thinking about these areas. Because sometimes we just don't feel like they're that important because we're focusing on career, focusing on just getting through the day, right? And that's the major difference. So thank you so much for sharing your knowledge from medicine and now really think about not, not just retirement, not just things we have to save here and there, but these emergency situations, these things that um, if you really, for all of us, if you have lost your job today, do you have anything to hold you over for a few months? And that can be a scary thing, but if we build enough buffer room and then they no longer feel insecure, right? And then security can be many different ways when we wanted to interpret freedom and security and independence. And I would so encourage all you guys to define what does freedom means to you? All right, my friend, how did you love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can continue to build your positive intelligence for that beautiful mind of yours to live powerfully and passionate. I know this just the tip of the iceberg. You probably have a lot more questions on actually how do I implement those things into my own life? Well, this is the solution. Joining us inside the private Facebook group, go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash powerful passionate, where I go live weekly to answer any questions that you have and continue to put more resources for you to help you to get to that point. You can be both powerful and passionate where you no longer working on any mundane work and truly focusing on the things that matter. You can be both powerful and passionate where you can overcome any mental roadblocks keeping you from success. You can be both powerful and passionate where you feel energized from the moment you woke up to the time you go to bed. Join me and together 
We can create a life where you can be both powerful and passionate. <laughs>